Welcome to Category 5 Technology TV. This guy's back. We're going to have a really great show for you tonight. Now, I invented a really cool thing. It's Whoa. really cool. It's a box. It's a really cool box. Uh, it is. And it does a really cool thing. And then some company did a better job than my thing and brought it out. And so we're going to show you that tonight. <sighs> No, actually, their device is super cool. You've probably had your internet go down before, but you're not home to restart your modem or router. Well, we've got a device for you tonight that's going to do it automatically. Stick around. This is Category 5 Technology TV. Our live recordings are trusted only to solid-state drives by Kingston Technology. Revive your computer with improved performance and reliability over traditional hard drives with Kingston SSDs. Now I feel like I, I need to live up to that. Category 5 streams live with Telestream Wirecast and Nimble Streamer. Nimble Streamer. Tune in every week on Roku, Kodi, Plex, and other HLS video players. Visit our website. For more details, Category5.tv. Category5.tv is a member of the Tech Podcast the Network. I don't have a voice. Come on, get she's, down there. She's using her voice. <laughs> Category5.tv is a member of the Tech Podcast Network. If it's tech, it's here. Cat5.tv slash TPN. And the International Association of Internet Broadcasters. Cat5.tv slash IAIB. Welcome back, everybody, and welcome back to this guy over here, that deep voice that you heard, the, the, deep voice. the announcer voice <laughs> at the beginning. Hi, guys. Our yes. live recordings. Kingston Technology. That's Henry Bailey Brown, folks. Hi, guys. Yeah. I'm Robbie. I just sound like Gollum. <laughs> Gollum? I'm Sasha. Gollum, guest star. Appearance. <laughs> nice to have you here. How you been, man? I, it's I've been, been a good. while. You know, I've been living with the polar bears up north. I just got back from Iqaluit. Iqaluit? Um, yeah, it's just like... That's like way... It's Well, I guess it's not up there. It's like... I don't up even know over. which way. So as far right as Canada north. goes, so when people like picture Canada, Henry... They picture the igloos it's, that we live in now. It was about actually, 40 degrees We actually had igloo competitions. Like, you had igloo. Part. So this is the far, the, yeah. the great yeah. white north of Canada. Yeah, right. that, that's all you like, can see. No my trees. sister Colleen, who some of you may remember, she lived in mm -hmm. Whitehorse until just recently. Woo. That's south to Iqaluit. Is that like Northwest Territories or? It's Yukon. Yukon. Okay, yeah. so the other side of the country. Exactly, <laughs> but still, like, White Whitehorse is very far north and still yes. south of where you were, I yeah. believe. Good Northern Lights. So you need to explain to us, a yeah, a little bit about. Okay, so you were here one day. Yeah. And then gone. Then, for then, then I was gone. Then I. I was How did that happen? happen? What 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 happened here? <laughs> and found an yourself in a Calloway. <laughs> I, I was just like, I'm Canadian, eh? So, oh, yeah, eh? you know, eh? I yeah. just thought I'd go up to the igloos. The good news is that they did have a Tim Hortons up there. Although it ah, Tim Hortons. Sponsored. No, it's Tim. an entire province. <laughs> they, have, they had a Tim Hortons. Technically, it's a territory. Oh, so, technically. Okay. Yeah, okay. it's something else. <laughs> but it was fun, yeah. It's good to be back. So was it work-related? What were you? Yeah, it was for co-op. It was for school. I was working at the really? airport. Yeah, I was working at like the FBO at the airport. But, yeah, it was Co-op for school for me was like, going to the local computer shop and I like sorting their screws <laughs> i worked at a, a bakery and they made me do the dishes like that's all there, i did that's it like, yeah that was co-op for you me went you went to a yeah what were you we, doing 
Uh, playing around with airplanes. That was pretty fun, you know. Playing um, around with airplanes. Mil- if the military came in, if like the multi-billionaires have their like G5 jet come in, mm-hmm. I'd park it for them and say hi to their dogs. Mostly their dogs. Mm-hmm. I'd say hi to the people too, but their dogs were awesome. Yeah. But uh, yeah, they gave pretty good tips. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> best no, it was great. co-op ever. <laughs> ever. No, it was. You know what? It was a blast. You know, and it's just like the amount of like aviation experience that it really gave us. Yeah. Like, because there's two other co-op students from Barry that went up there too, but it was crazy. Because like there's some days where it's like you cannot see three feet in front of you because of the snow. Then other days it was like negative seventy-two degrees Celsius. So no, so snow you couldn't even go outside. Seventy-two <laughs> degrees Celsius below zero. Now is that an exaggeration? That must be. No, I was actually outside negative. No. I was working that day. <laughs> no. Somehow the airplane doesn't still... seem like it could exist on this planet. No, but no, it was, it was cool though because like we did like cold weather testing. Pun intended. Pun intended yeah. It was cool. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it was totally awesome because like all the aircraft manufacturers, um, they brought their airplanes there for cold weather testing. Right? They heard you were there and they thought. Yeah, yeah well, no, like I was okay. working at the airport. They bring them to Calais. Okay. Because you know, like they're working in, in you know really in, cold, so I'm they're testing it's, their it's new cold planes up there too, right? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. So if yeah. they work in a Calais. They should work Any, high altitudes anywhere. Yeah, pretty much yes. at that point. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah, a cool. lot of a lot of memories that I will cherish forever. Many I can't say on air, but it was it was a very fun time. Now you are we know you as a, a drone flyer pilot. Yeah, did, I, you, did you take your I drone threw, with you? Oh no! <laughs> so you were just would, you were yeah. flying the big. I went into airplane. withdrawal of drones up yeah. there. It was kind of sad. So you went from flying your drone. Yeah, from every day. To what were you flying? What kind? I, of I was actually on the ground the whole time. Oh, was, you were on the. You were so you were moving you the were planes taxiing, around at the airport. Right? Kind of? We did like taxiing, everything that's that. Sean <laughs> Connery taxi. No, um, no, we were handling the aircraft. So it's basically like a military flight would come in, like a C one thirty or something. <coughs> uh, we would organize everything. So it's like unloading cargo, personnel, okay. transport. We'd be on the radios. We had like a a few charters that we'd have every day. Be on the radio, say, hey guys, what's up? You're coming in with X amount of Planes, passengers. Us. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty fun. So I don't want to get all like radio. So you were gone for several months. Yeah. How? Uh, let's let's just let's just put Uh-oh. this out there. What was your favorite plane that you got to like be a part of? To to. Uh, that's that's actually classified. Um, I'm not uh. allowed to. No. <laughs> actually, legit. There's some planes I'm not allowed to talk about still. Yeah. Because that uh, the aircraft manufacturers brought their planes there, right? So like the oh, new so planes, these are like, like classified. That aren't even, that are, yeah, they're so it's still just working like, on building them. And yeah, but I got to walk inside and be like, oh, it's really? so nice. Yeah. So do you get to see anything that's like for the future? Maybe. Oh, Category this, five TV technology. I'm, I'm trying to get this out of them, folks. I'm trying to get it out. Yo, of them. The, the best part was though is the um, Canadian forces like C-17 though. Yeah. Because it's like besides marshalling in like a plane as normal. It's funny because like we were used to like 737 size of airplanes, which are big, right? Like they're the Air Canada. Like you get on, you fly around, Sunwing, WestJet, um, and then you have like this giant C-17 comes, which is like dwarf three or four ones. times the size. Wow. You're looking up at yeah. the pilots when like they're you're like marshalling them in, and you're like, whoa, it gets bigger. <laughs> what the heck? <laughs> Hi. It was wow. really fun, though. So, cool. yeah, if you guys ever want to go up north, uh, it's very fun. I heard it was minus 72 up there. Uh, food so. is crazy. If you ever go up eat? there for... Sorry? What do you eat? Timbits. 
<laughs> there is a Tim Hortons. Very Canadian of you. No, no. Because um, let's think. The only way in and out during the winter months is by airplane, right? right. There's no roads. Right. There's no... So you're not getting. So you're not getting imports. In. You're not getting a lot of imports, and you didn't, no. you're not eating kiwi. The fruit best and, way, literally the best way to live up there is order your food off Amazon. Like no. everything you can. That's how we what? survived. Literally, my Did friends. Did you use the affiliate links? <laughs> if anyone here is watching up in Kala, use those affiliate links. Please do. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, because really, because like a box of pop tarts is like eight dollars up there when it's only two here right like that's an example oh, like okay. everything's like three or four times more expensive really so okay. it's like if you can buy all like your non-fresh stuff your mm-hmm. non-perishables on amazon Soups and things ch- like that if you have prime it's free shipping and it's there in like one or two weeks up there it's How not three days it? real. but literally 90 percent of their like cargo jet that's like the main like people who bring like yeah. cargo in it's just all amazon just rename it amazon jet like it's amazing wow. it saved the communities up there it really has but uh so henry's little side business little of selling side business of pop tarts pops and stuff uh pop tarts are only six dollars yeah, yeah. over here in my booth i yeah, feel like but, everybody who hasn't should buy some stocks in amazon since they yeah. make the world yeah. turn wow but yeah all, all i can say is that when i got back to ottawa and eventually back to here thank goodness for trees again Thank goodness for actual real internet again. Mm. I went into withdrawal, and thank goodness for my pup. I miss my dog. So. Yeah, no doubt. No and doubt. also your family. Oh yeah, uh, family's more too. Mom, dad, <laughs> miss you too. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was pretty fun. Well, it's so good to have you back. We have missed you, and uh, it's been fun watching your your uh, adventures on uh, on Facebook as well. Feels it feels good to be back with the crowd, and I missed you all as well. And it's good to be back. Such an emotional minute. We've got to take a break. We've got to just. We'll come back. We'll gather our emotions and we'll be back right after this. For a limited time, get your hands on limited edition shirts from the Category 5 TV network. These high-quality shirts are manufactured by Teespring, a fundraising website, and your purchase will help support the shows we produce. Get yours today and send us your pictures to be featured on the corresponding show. Visit cat5.tv shirts to support us and get your official network shirt today. cat5.tv shirts. Welcome back. This is Category 5 Technology TV, and incidentally, this is 558 weeks of the show. Wow, that's a lot of content. That's 558 hours. At least that, because sometimes we're known to go overtime, you know what I'm saying? My producer in California is like, oh yeah, I know, I had to cut that part out. And here we are. No, they wouldn't. Of course not. No, they just put (laughs) off whatever's coming up after the show. Right, exactly. I'm sure there's breaking news somewhere in the States, but first, Sasha will finish the news. Oh, yeah. Let's just wrap that up. (laughs) And if you're watching in Southern California, welcome to the show. Nice to have you here. Hey, please make sure you comment. Send us an email. Uh, We would love to hear from you. We'd also love to see your pictures of you wearing Category 5 apparel. Sasha, I love your shirt. Thank you. Nice. You know where I got it? Where'd you get that? Cat5.tv slash shirts. What? So easy. Is that a real thing? It's real. And it's amazing. Nice. Um, Super comfortable, easy, wearable. You know, it's hot here, so... (laughs) 
I love the sales pitch. It's super comfortable. It's like it's a t-shirt. You can like put it on over your body and stuff. Or just like let it There's a spot here for your head. (laughs) Two arms. Oh, good. They thought to put a hole there. (laughs) What can you say? They're comfortable. There you go. Good. Um, Good. Um, I did have a question in the chat room. Yeah. Do we have any Cat Five hats coming out? Cat Five hats. Is there a demand for Cat Five hats? At least one. At least Can one. Can we just make oh, it the Oh, you know one. what? You could wear one too. Oh yeah, absolutely. Two. two. There you go. Yeah. Maybe. Are you saying I'm going to get sunburn or something on my scalp? Well, I'm saying. You Is could, that what you're saying? You could ro- <laughs> you could rock a hat for sure. Totally, totally rock it. Totally a beanie. <laughs> or or you could like wear it sideways and be like. A hipster, and then put your sunglasses on. And I'm absolutely into the hipster thing. Ab- totally. Absolutely. <laughs> um, so I'm going to have my Category 5 t-shirt with a, bla- with a blazer on top, <laughs> with the hats a little bit sideways. Yeah. Walking Category around, five. gangsta. No, we don't have hats right now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> to answer the question. <laughs> All right. Well, there was we'll, a we'll legit. Work on that. It was we'll legit. Work on that. Now yeah, I know. We'll let you know. Next week, there will be cat5.tv slash hats. Yeah. <laughs> In summer. <laughs> Buy Absolutely. Coming it was minus 72. <laughs> right? Just ship them up north. Or there you go. To so cat5.tv slash shirts. It's a really cool way to support the show. Yes. Um, and the shows that we produce. Because any way that you can support Category 5 TV. Now, we produce this content, bring it to you absolutely free. And when I say that, you know, you're one individual or one family watching this show, sitting down, watching this on your TV or on your computer, your smartphone even. Even, and think about all of the thousands of people who watch Category 5 TV. Mm-hmm. Like our average is about 12,000 a week. So you think about all those people and your contributions, you're uh, shopping through us and purchasing apparel and things like that, buying the things that we show on the show through our partner links. Um, those things help us to be able to produce those, that content right. for that 12,000 people so that it's absolutely yeah. free. Another way you can do it is uh, Amazon. We mentioned Amazon partner <gasps> yes. links. What does it's, that mean? Yes. Right? Everybody shops on Amazon. It's so yes. easy to shop through the partner links. Oh, yeah. It's and if you're in a Callowit and you want Pop-Tarts for $6 off, if you, if I'm going to tell you how to student. do that. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to tell you how to do that. Go to our website, category5.tv. Um, try to find some that are maybe a couple dollars more because it's based on percentage, right? The deluxe. Pop-tart yeah. Your Pop-Tarts gave us three cents, but it's a, every little bit helps. Exactly. <laughs> and if you have a Prime membership, then your shipping is free. Yeah. There you go. Oh, so and I totally signed up for that. I did too. Cause yeah. I did three. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Right. And I just found out there's Prime Video and Prime Music. And I know. You're finding out there are benefits there beyond are benefits. what you thought there, there was. Amazon is That's even great. cooler than I thought it was. I just got it to Whoa. do the affiliate links. Cool. There's even more. Cool. There you go. Um, you can also, uh, you can actually participate in our draw. Now, we're always giving stuff away, but over the past little while, Henry, you remember um, Dead Effect 2 VR? Yes. <gasps> oh, tell us a little bit about the experience. It was Dead Effect 2, but in VR. No, nice. it, was, it was really, really <laughs> cool. It's like playing... I'm not sure if any of you guys and gals are gamers out there, but it's like VR, dead space in the sense. So it's like a horror mm. video game set in space. You're able to move around this ship and everything else. Really, really fun experience. But if the monsters come at you, they come at you. You know? Right. So right. <laughs> not, not to scare you. Or anything, guess but. what I did while you were gone? Oh, you don't want to know. Did, did she... Go on a we, horror spaceship. We actually gave her a copy of Dead Effect 2 VR to put on her gaming rig that she built last year. 
Oh yeah. And then Well, I couldn't use it. I couldn't use it because I yeah. because I didn't have a VR headset. Ooh. Now what does she have, Henry? Ooh. A VR headset. Are you, you going to like show awesome. a little bit of a video to the audience one day, maybe? I think we should. We should probably do maybe that. Maybe like a follow-up. Like right. a how- okay, so we oh. should probably do a thing where you guys come over because we did... I'm in. Okay. Party at Stash's place. Show's over, folks. We'll be I, live streaming through my smartphone. Yay. Dave did very much purchase the Star Trek ga- VR game. Oh, Bridge. And we have not even opened it yet. We're waiting for you to come no, over. It's not even been it's opened. It's a physical game? No, it's in, on the computer. Oh, right? okay. I haven't opened like like it. Oh, that's we how we open the file. We haven't double-clicked we on have the We have not EXE. double-clicked. Yeah. Like, <laughs> we've never been on the bridge. They've been in called? the main menu, but they wait. haven't. We've not, started. because yeah. I feel like it's it's your thing, right? So we're just wow. waiting for you to come over, so oh. no pressure or yeah, anything. Okay. <laughs> Six-pack is on its way with Robbie. <laughs> Sounds great. Um, so awesome. Dead Effect 2 VR, backing up a little bit. Amazing virtual reality experience. It is oh, yeah. not for the kids, but hey, if you're a grown person who can handle it, um, we're giving away copies. So we still have a few left. Mm-hmm. Um, Henry brought them back from uh, VRTO, and and yeah. uh, we've still got a couple of those left, Henry. This is and true. And people are just loving it. So cool. you can actually participate in that draw. Send us an email, contest at category5.tv. When you do that, just tell us who you are. You know, that can be a reference to your alias mm-hmm. that you use in the chat, whatever. It can be your real name. doesn't matter. Um, and let us know where you're watching from, how you're watching, if it's on YouTube, if it's on KVVB-TV, mm-hmm. uh, cable TV channel 33 in the high desert, uh, wherever Hello. you're watching from. Let us know. We'd love to hear from you. We'd love to know that you're watching, and we'd love to cast your ballot for that game. Don't let not having a VR setup hold you back from getting the game, because it will just burn a little hole in your proverbial pocket, and then eventually Ooh. you'll oh. have a VR headset. Oh. This oh. is what happened to me. I know I it's I can't true. believe she went there, folks. <laughs> oh, yeah. Nice. Start. It's like me. In my cart on Amazon, yeah. I have a whole bunch of my favorite LPs. Right. <laughs> I don't have a record player. <laughs> but they're there. But the, in your cart. the LPs are in my <laughs> yeah. cart. And I know as soon as I click yes on you're, that cart. You're set for all your LPs. <laughs> then I am going to have to buy a record player. That's good motivation, actually. I think so. That is a very See, good this is the way it goes. So just submit yeah. to the contest, win the game, and then join me. And then spend a whole what? lot of money. At fighting space zombies. Nice. Cool. Nice. Do you use Google Play by any chance? Oh, yeah. Phone? Every once in a while. Yeah? Do you I have, f- like, a single Android device, but yes, I do. Yeah, okay. I use it for podcasts uh, yeah. predominantly. I'm starting to learn about, like, the music content, mm-hmm. especially now with Google transitioning some things. Uh, yeah, they're, they're switching some things, We're going right? to learn about, more about it on, on the mm-hmm. news tonight, but... Um, so I'm, I'm learning my way around the app. I'm pretty new to it, but I did find a lot of my favorite podcasts, and it's pretty handy. Right. And Category 5 TV, Henry, is now on Google Play Podcasts. Yes! I haven't used it before, but now I will. You will. And we've been on there for, what, about a month now? A yes. little bit more than a month? And yeah. then Google's like, oh, by the way, we're shutting down Google we're Play Music Podcasts. But we're there, and when they roll over to Google mu- uh, YouTube Music, I should say, mm-hmm. um, it's going to, the content is going to transition it's over. Just, so it's moving exactly. over should, with everything. Yeah, we should have no trouble there. So, so it's we cool. should be on that platform, too. Category5.tv slash subscribe. That takes is you that, to our list. That? Yeah, that's a handy list on that's our nice. website that is item, itemized by 
show. You can choose which show you mm -hmm. want to watch or listen to, wow. and you can subscribe via various platforms. So there Google, you go. Google Play Music is there for a couple of our shows, including this show, mm -hmm. Tech TV, which incidentally is is great to listen to. This is true. You don't yeah. necessarily have to see everything that we're showing, and you, if you do, you can you you, you can just be listening to us. Every oh yeah. Night. You hear that? You hear that? <laughs> Who wouldn't want to listen to that? For 500 plus hours. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> there you go. Binge listen. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, we do have to take a commercial break. Henry, do you want to tell them what we're going to be talking about in just a couple moments' time? Shall I? Can so, you? So, something very, very useful that would have helped a lot up north. Yeah. Because, you know, up north, the, the Wi-Fi wasn't the greatest. Like, the internet, it's almost worse than having no internet because it teases you. That good, you. eh? It's like dial-up speeds. So it's oh. just like every oh. once in a while your router would shut off or lose connection or something. So it's, it'd have to be reset. And I'd, you always have to go over, unplug it, or everything else. Mm -hmm. But this next device we're talking about would have saved so much time. Mm. It really would have. So if you guys want to know what this amazing invention is, stay tuned. Whether you shop on ThinkGeek, GearBest, B&H Photo Video, eBay, or Amazon, or even if you want a free trial of Audible, you'll find the best deals and support the shows we produce by simply visiting the shopping sites you already frequent by using the links on our website. Visit Category5.tv slash partners for the full and ever-growing list and help us create more free content like this show. Thank you for shopping with our partners, and thank you for watching. Welcome back. This is Category 5 Technology TV. Now, have you ever had your internet go down? Yes. Many times. What's the best thing that you can do when your internet goes down? Just as a, the first thing that you can do to try to get it back up. I was going to say sledgehammer, but then you said first thing, so it's start with a smaller hammer. That's like hammer. the third thing. Oh, turn, okay. Turn well, it you off and turn on it again. Off. Turn it off and on again. She's Did you try turning it off and on again? So, and that's the thing. If you are there, mm -hmm. so you, right. your internet goes down. And you can run into where the router is. Right. And you can unplug the power from the router and the modem. How many of you have been through this? Even if you call the ISP, the first thing that they're going to say, have you tried turning it off and on again? And that usually fixes it. Right? Right. Am I right? Yes. Am I right? It reconnects and bingo, bango, you're back in business. Bingo, exactly. Bingo, so why does it happen? Well, there are little mm -hmm. fluctuations in electricity. Your, mm -hmm. your power may like go down just a little bit to a few volts below and then come back up to normal. And you may not even notice it, but your sensitive electronic devices like your modem, your router, yeah. they notice it and they lock up. Right. When that happens, you unplug the power, you let it sit for 15 seconds, you plug it back in, it comes back up, and miraculously, somehow, it works again. It's magic. Mm-hmm. So the magic of off and on again. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> the one switch. <laughs> the magic that we learned from the IT crowd. <laughs> Henry, um, when you were last here, we mm -hmm. started talking about becoming builders, becoming makers, starting to craft our own inventions and yes. creating things with a soldering iron and I'm a couple of I'm still waiting components. for my spaceship, but yes. We're working on it. Okay. So far, all I've been able to come up with is a little thing that restarts my modem. When the hey, internet, it's internet a start. goes down. It's a start. It's, it's okay. a start. Okay, so I built this, Henry. 
Ooh. How's that look, right? It's a box. It's a box. I'm going to bring it up on the screen just a little bit closer for you folks so that you can see. So this box has a power cable coming out of it. Which way am I going? Here we go. So a power cable coming out of it. Mm -hmm. It has a power inlet right there, a USB port, and that is literally it. Pretty simple, right? Nice. What do you think it could do? I kind of hinted to it. So with this device, what I've designed, what I've invented, if you will, is something. So I plug my modem in, the power cord for my modem into that. Okay. Mm -hmm. Then I plug this, which matches it. It's the same adapter mm -hmm. into the modem. Okay. Mm -hmm. So the power goes in there. This goes into the modem. Now, this USB port plugs into my router. It's a Microtik router. So I'm able to actually program that router with some customized code. Okay. So I built this first. Then I wrote a program that pings websites on a schedule. So every five minutes, it will check if Google's up. It will then check if Twitter is up. Oh, and it right. will, if, it's, if any of those are down, it will say, yeah. is Facebook up? And it will check that. Because my theory is... Mm -hmm. All of those are not ever going to be down at the same time. Yeah, these are. It, I think it checks. <laughs> I think it even checks Microsoft.com. Like all Whoa. of so all of just, the things that. I mean, one of them might go down, but sure. not all of them. Permanent actually. foundations, yes. kind of. So thing, right? it's like a ranking system. This yeah. this device that I designed will rank whether the internet is up or down based on if all of those sites are down. And there's a list that I've programmed into it that mm -hmm. are basically sites that I would expect probably would never go down. Google, if it goes down, is Twitter up? Yeah, so it's Google is yeah. having a problem and it will, it will make that assumption. Interesting. So if all of them are down mm -hmm. and more than five minutes has passed, this device will then cut the power to my modem wait for five seconds, mm -hmm. and then power the modem back up again. That's Basically smart. simulating the fact that, well, oh. simulating somebody being there and unplugging oh, the power okay. and plugging it back in again. Nine this times out of ten. genius. Thank you. You're welcome. And so nine times out of ten, ten it brings it back up. That's great. Because, but so, uh, and why did I do that? Well, I'm often remoting into my computers mm -hmm. and in order to do that the internet has to be up yes if i'm remoting in and the internet goes down who's there to restart the router right yes right so. <laughs> in this case the modem Ta -da. then my modem died mm. and the isp replaced it with the new gigabit modem and i was like yes Yay. i got the new gigabit modem it's better it's faster it's yeah. stronger faster better <laughs> strong. right and it did not have the same adapter mm. it's a straight 110 volt into the outlet right into yeah so this so, unfortunately is no longer any use to me but guess what chicken butt <laughs> that was I'm just a, step i have young kids <laughs> that was just step one yeah so the next step will be the next one you're like iron man you're oh sure first right you're gonna be so fine. i'll build the next bigger better faster one right right i will do that because i like i'm in for the challenge right but you notice what do you notice about this you called it's it a box it's blue it's a box yeah <laughs> and it's blue because be because I, being the maker that I am, I like things to look like that a proper nice. device. It's a proper device. Right. Yeah, it's, it's so I built it myself, but it cost me forty five dollars. Oh, in components. 
I wonder and if you your could time. do better. You could do better. Plus my time. So the inner component. Uh, well, probably. Yeah. Right? Like, so sure, the next step. Sure. I could build it cheaper. The sure. next step would be. But I, I, I built it and it still cost me a fair bit of money, but it was the experience and I learned and I'm learning yes. to be a maker. And, For and that amount important. of money, you could buy a hamster that runs in the wheel. Am I right? And then just powers the modem all day, right? So that, that's exactly. an issue, right? It's and costs. that is what we're looking at tonight, folks. A hamster wheel power. No, we're not actually doing oh. that. I forgot. We changed the at the last minute. Oh, we changed. What it's we were because doing. I'm, you know, vegetarian, and there's the whole like animal I know, rights right? thing. We, yeah, no, we got to take I'm good care kidding. of the animals. Um, but what happened is when when we reveal when we unveiled this product, yeah, a company yeah. reached out to me and said, "Hold on, we've got just the thing for you." Ooh. What is it? And the company happens to be called. Are you ready for this? Reset plug. Reset plug. That's how, the how name. Original. That's the name of their product, anyways. Now the company is called Multinet, and you want to be careful as you're looking for the, for this device because there are other devices that look similar. They maybe mm-hmm. boast that they might do the same thing, but I've looked. This is a, a fantastically developed device, and it's patent pending. So yeah, um, you're all good. You're protected. Yeah, this is like the real deal, folks. So yeah. like the the brand name of this particular kind of device. Right. So what does it do? It takes the same kind of premise of what I devi- de- devised in my device, mm-hmm. but it makes it into a 110 power outlet or, wow. or otherwise. So let me show you this. Okay. Here, Here is go. the reset plug, oh. ladies and gentlemen. It's like a should plug. We, should we get into the box? Yeah. So this becomes an unboxing video. Oh, it's unboxed. Oh, look at this. Yeah, unboxing of a reset plug. It's we all know unboxing is my come favorite. On now. Come on now, baby. Unboxing is my very favorite for this reason. Yeah. I yes. see we've got uh, a nice smooth there we go. Uh, yeah. box here. There you go. So I mentioned 110 volt, but there are four different versions of this. So we've got the Americanized Canadian version, like with right. the 110. That's they have there's the, UK the crazy version, power, the, the crazy power yes, of exactly. the UK stuff. They've what? got the one that works in Australia, in Asia, in Europe, and right. so you can They're, get one. <laughs> yeah, and and I say that just so that you don't think, oh, well, this doesn't apply to me because it's 110. It's American outlet. Well, they they have one for everybody, so mm. don't you worry about that. So I'm going to show you how to set this up, and how it works okay okay so what this one does is it takes my idea and they didn't copy my idea obviously they are <laughs> they one up to me on this. they are next level <laughs> patent pending folks but this is like you know i had the the thought that hey this would be a cool thing yeah. they actually are doing this and doing it right it's their full-time gig yeah this is so this is just it plugs in Mm-hmm. And you plug in your modem or or your modem and router because you might want to restart both. You plug them in via like a power bar or something like that. In plug the it right in. Yeah. So it's so super duper simple to set this up. To to just wow. demonstrate how simple, I'll tell you that the instruction manual is very thorough, and yet we're getting a full unboxing here. Yeah, like we get full, the full unboxing, folks. That's the whole manual. Oh. It's like super plug, simple. It's a plug and go. I could like, probably do this. I would, yeah. You want to take a look? I just want to. All right. Yeah. So well, we're yeah. going to plug it in. We're going to set it up. We're going to see what happens here. Now, all I have to do with this device is plug it into power. It lights up, Whoa. and it's waiting for commands or something to be plugged into it. So. Hmm. I don't have a modem that I can just turn off right here, right now, because then we lose access to the show, and you're going to miss out on everything that we teach you. So what I did bring with me, Henry... Excellent. Aha! <laughs> Every single show, we do something where I need to buy a thing. 
You want a lamp? <laughs> I love lamp. I love lamp. Okay. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this is so... Ooh. Whoa. We've got light, right? Okay, so what we're, what we're imagining here is that this illuminated object over here that Sasha so badly wants... Love lamp. <laughs> ...is our modem, okay? So if the, modem were, if the power was cut on the modem, it would look like that. And then the power comes back on, and it's actually going to be, you know, powered back on. Okay? So what I'm going to do is I'm going to get over here on my computer, and we're going to show you how this is set up. So I'm going to switch over to my computer here for you. So this is my Wi-Fi router, and I've set up a demo Wi-Fi access. It's so clever, Henry, how they've done this, because... Mine, it has to be plugged into a router with some software running and that kind of stuff. Notice yeah. it just came on mm -hmm. because it's saying it's restarting over and over because there's no internet right now on yeah. it. <laughs> so how this one works, it's different. It actually connects to my Wi-Fi router. Wow. Like as an actual wireless device? Yes. Wow. And if and it was that simple to set up. I just plugged it into the wall or to my wow. UPS or to my power bar. So with that, it's, con it's trying to connect to my router. And if the internet is down it will restart the power to whatever's plugged into it, being my modem and my router, right? My roommate's going to love this, and here's why I have to just <laughs> tell you. Okay. We have internet <clears throat> upstairs and downstairs. We have the basement yeah. apartment. She has the upstairs apartment. Uh, yeah, I remember you we saying that. We have the device downstairs. We have the router. We're but not if you're always, not home... We're not always home, and the internet oh, goes down. That, oh, dear. Okay, well, here's so the thing, this is, here's the this thing is for you, you Vanessa. All right. Hey. <laughs> so check there this out, go. Vanessa. All right. So this is my Wi-Fi, demo <laughs> Wi-Fi, okay? So what I'm going to do is I'm simply going to push a button on the device. There's one button. That's how easy it is. The lamp just turned off. Okay, and I just hold that in for five seconds and then let go. And then back at my computer, if I check for um, wireless access points, mm -hmm. there, reset plug setup just popped up. Did you see that? It happened that. just as I brought it up. So I'm going to click on that and I'm going to connect. So it basically has created its own hotspot for me. Hmm. Okay, now I wanted you to see this, my Wi-Fi setup, just so you see that my Wi-Fi is called demo Wi-Fi. Okay, mm -hmm. so now I am actually connected to the reset plug. Okay, mm -hmm. light just came back on because it's still trying to reconnect. So now I'm going to go to 10.1.1.1 in my browser now that I am connected to the reset plug. I believe I am. No, I've disconnected. Oh, here it is. Okay, there it is again. I lost my connection there. Maybe I pushed it twice. So let's reconnect. Always double tap. <laughs> yeah. I tend to do this. There we go. So it's created a hotspot at 10.1.1.1, and it has DHCP, so as soon as I connect to it on its Wi-Fi with no password or anything, hmm. um, it's going to give me access to the, to the interface. And I'll just mention now, you, you, you wonder, mm -hmm. well, if it has no password, where's the security in this? True. I have to physically push that reset button in wow. order to activate the internal component that allows a right. Wi-Fi connection. It's mm -hmm. connected now. Um, so unless I've clicked on, unless I've pushed that button, it's not going to let me do that. It says no internet, but I am connected. Obviously, there is no internet, but you notice that 10.1.1.1 has changed. It's no longer not found. Huh. It's asking me for my Wi-Fi setup. Oh. Ah, okay. So back at my router, you remember it was called demo Wi-Fi. Now, this is case sensitive. So I need to enter that exactly as it is. 
Okay. You notice that it came up there? That's just because I've, I've tested this in the past and I know that it works. My password, this is the actual password for the wireless device, uh, the wireless um, service, the, the Wi-Fi. Your router, your... My wireless connection, okay. right? Mm-hmm. So I'm telling it, now I'm connected into it, but I'm telling it how to connect to my actual internet. So when you disconnect from it, it's going to know, hey, I can connect to your router. Precisely. Sneaky, sneaky. Yes, okay. So I'm going to enter my password here super secure and you can give it a nickname if you want i'm going to explain a little bit about that but okay so outage wait time how long does this thing have to be down how long does it have to lose connectivity to the internet before it thinks internet is down i'm going to say two minutes for the sake of the demonstration because we don't want to wait five just to demonstrate it for you how long do you want your modem and your router and whatever else is plugged into the reset plug to be off for before it turns back on? You can set that to 30 seconds if you want to be absolutely sure, but five seconds for the sake of our demo is good. And I'm going to submit that. Now it's sent, uh, setup is complete. It's done, and it is actually going to restart. Did I have okay. it up there on the screen? You did. Okay, fantastic. Good. <laughs> I looked up. Did you see that? Now <laughs> it's restarting. Right? <laughs> so the light turned off. Imagine that's your modem, okay? So now it's going to come back up and it's going to connect to my internal Wi-Fi, which has internet. Cool. So it's going to be able to now communicate with the internet and it's going to say, oh, good, let's keep the power going. There it is. My modem just came back on. Modem is connecting. DHCP is happening. And this device is trying to access that Wi-Fi connection that I just set up. I'm done. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. As long as I've got my modem and my router plugged into that that uh, reset plug, it's now doing its thing. You're all set. Mm -hmm. I like it. Mm -hmm. Do we take it to the next level and actually test this thing? Can we? See this other power cord here? Yes. That's the internet connection. (gasps) When I pull that power cord, the internet is going to go down here. Right. When that happens, if the reset plug does what it is supposed to do, we're going to see this light turn off for five seconds and come back on. Are we ready? Mm-hmm. Power's still on. Right. Modem's still going. It's still trying to connect. Maybe the maybe the the internet has gone down momentarily. Somebody's working out at the road and they just are adjusting wires. Internet is down. Oh, it's coming back up. Reset plug is not doing anything. But if it's down for two minutes consecutively, because that's the setting that we set. So uh. if we can carry a conversation for two full minutes here, mm-hmm. right. We should see that the reset plug is going to say, there's no internet here. Yeah. Let's power off. Right. This is 100% just for, like, routers with Wi-Fi, right? Oh. Who doesn't have Wi-Fi in their house? That, okay. Right? This is Power's back on. It's oh. trying. Now it's given power back to the modem, just right. like I had unplugged it for five seconds yeah. and plugged it back in, and it's trying to reconnect to the internet now now i haven't plugged it back in so it's going to keep retrying and if it does not have internet now it's got a five minute window right so if internet does not now come back Mm -hmm. within the next five minutes Mm -hmm. it will power off again it will power cycle because maybe there is work being done in the area yeah there's something happening and so it's going to just leave the power on for five minutes then it's going to recycle so smart if it has a connection to the internet Mm-hmm. Through that Wi-Fi connection, it right. will just keep the power going 24-7 for you. Wow. Huh. That's called the reset plug. Clever. You can pick one up at huh. cat5.tv slash reset plug. It's one of those things that's like, 
<laughs> it, it, it Why didn't so we easier. think of this before, right? Well, especially if you're Internet's still down. Internet's still down, so it knows that, and it's coming back up. So it just power-cycled the modem, and it's waiting for the Internet to come up. That's why that happened. Cool. I just plugged it in, so it takes a few minutes. You know how Internet is. It takes oh, yeah. a few minutes to, to come back up. So mm-hmm. buttons. There you have it. Anything else you want to know about that device, let us know. Email uh, live at category5.tv quickly I mentioned th- some of the extra settings that are in the interface there mm-hmm. being able to give it an alias for example now there is a commercial app that you can use mm-hmm. that allows you to control multiple reset plugs this is oh. perfect for someone who say has multiple properties mm-hmm. and wants to be able to look and monitor all of the internet connections at these properties okay perfect. so you can through that app that costs just two dollars a month mm-hmm. you have access to being able to monitor them, see their uptime status, see their historical uptime. Probably turn them on and off. You can turn them off and on again from a remote location through your internet connection. Right, so all these things are part of that commercial app. So you can, therefore, that's why you can give them a nickname. You can call this one Studio D, and you can call the other one Home. And so on and so forth. So check it out. It's cat5.tv slash reset plug. Keep your devices connected all the time with reset plug. 24-7. 24-7. Seven days a week. 365. Hours on. It's got internet. It's good. It's good. That's awesome. It's good. Well, think of like all the other things you could use it for too. Like if you have a cottage that has internet, mm-hmm. if that's even a thing, I don't know. Yeah, no, but like you, you can turn your appliances on and off. Like if they what else can we do for it? And that's a good thought. Like, yeah. there are, we think about internet, sure, but um, these days, more and more, internet mm-hmm. is a necessity. So if my internet goes down, right. I lose access to my thermostat. I lose access to, what, uh, what else do you lose access to? I well, wonder if you could turn... Debit terminals. If random you're question. True. Yeah. I wonder if you could control Christmas lights with this. <laughs> So that if the internet goes down, they'll turn off yeah, and on sure. again? I don't Why know. Why not? Why not? Small business or something. Business is a great idea, though. You could put this in the back room where the router is, where nobody has access to it, yeah. and it will automatically power cycle the modem. It's We've awesome. had these moments at the clinic I work in. There you go. Wow. Absolutely. Yeah. So do you notice that the power is staying up now? Mm-hmm. That's because it has made its connection to the Wi-Fi. There you go. And it's able to ping the websites, and it's, it's up. Fantastic product. Smart home. Awesome. So and incidentally, not a lot more cost-wise than building it myself, but no time involved. I, yeah. Easy setup. Anyone can do it. I have a question. Sure. And it might be an odd one, but can I set it up using my phone Wi-Fi? There, there wouldn't be any reason why I couldn't, right? Well, your, your mm-hmm. phone is accessing your home Wi-Fi. Right. So then, yes. Yes. Okay, So good. The, ho- the router at home is the one that is providing the Wi-Fi to your right, phone. Right, so I can change that. You can set it to use that. Right. But can you use your phone to configure this device? Is yes, that what th- that's the question. Because yes. Yeah, there's okay. the app. Uh, oh, you don't even need an app. Because really? Because when I pull up my Wi-Fi on my phone, oh, okay. I'm going to awesome. see the reset plug set up Wi-Fi hotspot, and then I can, so bring cool. up, I can bring it up that way. So, yes, I could do that. Okay, good. For sure. Okay, because yeah. I don't bring think that... bring it up I, in Chrome yeah. or whatever. My computer somehow doesn't have Wi-Fi. Yep, yep. Oh, that's right. But see, here's <laughs> the thing. It, what you, so your thought is that if I don't have Wi-Fi on my computer, I can't configure the Wi-Fi for this device. Right. So it is true that you would not be able to connect to this device to configure it. Right. So that makes absolute sense from your computer. Right. But you could use your phone mm-hmm. to connect to that reset plug uh, set Perfect. up uh, SSID, yep. go to 10.1.1.1, 1. 
On my phone. Change the uh, access, the SSID and the password for your internal home Wi-Fi that you use on your phone. Right. And then save it, and it will Mm -hmm. connect to that. Perfect. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Or use a laptop. I understand now. I I got you. My laptop stays. Great question. Yeah, my laptop stays at the studio, and then my home computer is hardwired in. Yes. Right. And so we don't have Wi-Fi. How would you access that Wi-Fi? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So that's where. Yes. Absolutely. Use your phone. Use your tablet. Perfect. Okay. Absolutely. All right, you ready to head over to the newsroom? I am. Internet is up, so we're good. Yay. Fantastic. I can get this out of your way, though, because I know that, uh, oh, Internet's down. Internet light bulb. (laughs) What about her lamp? (laughs) I dropped the light bulb. The whole Internet went down. (laughs) It's going to be an outtake. Just like sound effect. Smash. Boom. <laughs> you ready for it? I think so. Oh, good. I've been wrong before. Now, we're working with a, a like new teleprompter devices this week because my phone died, and our teleprompter is actually powered by a phone. Right. So, cool. However, I feel, and I don't want to... You're wearing contacts again. I know, I'm wearing contacts, yeah. and I, I cool. feel like I should touch wood or something, but your new phone is better than your old phone. Yes. Yeah, I stuff. think I'll be able to read because the news with ease. Because my old phone was like really old. Also, Sorry. also these contacts are really new, so I had a moment of distress a couple weeks ago. Uh, and by distress, this I mean week is going to be amazing. Folks. I went blind; I couldn't see a thing. <laughs> no, yeah, it's, it's scary. Okay. Well, you take it away, and we'll see how we do. All right, here are the stories we're covering this week in the Category Five TV newsroom. YouTube is launching a music streaming service offering both videos and audio tracks in an attempt to compete with Spotify and Apple Music. London, England has a solution to the cashless society problem facing street performers and it involves an investment in contactless payment systems. Two Canadian banks say accounts have been compromised. CIBC says 40,000 and BMO says 50,000 customers customer accounts are affected. Ride hailing firm Uber will give its European drivers access to medical coverage and compensation for work-related injuries. These stories are coming right up. Don't go anywhere. Jeff Weston. Yeah, man. You're building a brand new beautiful website. What? Aren't you? No. Am I? Oh, you're a terrible actor. What? This is where acting comes into play. Oh, I didn't know we were acting. You're supposed to act. Okay, fair enough. I'm building a really cool website. Are you building a really cool website? Just because Jeff is confused doesn't mean you have to be. Visit cat5.tv slash dreamhost to sign up for unlimited web hosting for your website with unlimited email accounts, MySQL databases, the latest version of PHP, WordPress, and more, and even a free domain name registration. It's less than $6 per month, so sign up today. cat5.tv slash dreamhost. This is the Category 5.TV Newsroom, covering the week's top tech stories with a slight Linux bias. I'm Sasha Rickman, and here are the top stories we're following this week. YouTube is launching a music streaming service offering both videos and audio tracks in an attempt to compete with the likes of Spotify and Apple Music. YouTube Music will combine millions of official tracks with the vast catalogs and rarities of remixes uploaded by YouTube's users. Like Spotify, it will offer a free ad-funded app alongside premium subscriptions costing $9.99 per month. It launched yesterday in five countries, including the U.S. and Mexico. 
The Google-owned company said YouTube Music would come to Europe soon. YouTube music product manager Elias Roman said the days of jumping back and forth between multiple music apps and YouTube are over. Whether or not you want to listen, listen, watch, or discover, it's all here. In a blog post, he added that the service would offer a mix of official songs, albums, thousands of, of playlists, and artist radio, plus YouTube's tremendous catalog of remixes, live performances, covers, and music videos that you can't find anywhere else. He promised that the new app would offer personalized playlists based on users' streaming history, much like Spotify's Discover Weekly. It is understood that YouTube Music will eventually replace Google Play Music, which is the company's current streaming offering. Existing Google Play Music customers will get a YouTube Music music package thrown into their subscription for free while Roman reassured users that their playlist purchases uploads and uploads would remain intact once Google Play was phased out. <laughs> so, Google Play is being phased out. We are on, on Google Play. Yay, we got it. We're finally on Google Play. Hooray. And we're shutting us down. And it's done. Yeah. Okay, so... That was a short good. (laughs) This is good news for us, in fact. Oh, sure. Huge, because now we're not going to be on Google Play Music because it'll be shut down. We'll be on YouTube Music. So you we're can't fire be on us. YouTube. We quit. No. Yeah. <laughs> we'll so we'll be on YouTube Music. Answer yeah. me this. Yes. How many people here, by show of hands, use YouTube for music? YouTube for music? That's um, yes-ish. Already? Yes-ish. Okay. I have recently discovered in YouTube Live, because mm-hmm. they have live video streaming, yep, yep. that there are radio stations from around the world mm-hmm. who have a picture and they're streaming their radio station on YouTube Live. Yeah. For them, it's free streaming. For me, I can listen to radio from all around the world. Isn't that huh. awesome? I love it. Wow. I'm, I'm a longtime Shoutcast user, like from way back in the Nullsoft days. Mm-hmm. But um, I've recently been kind of finding myself more and more on YouTube Live. And that's become Ooh. my source for not only so. music listening, but music mm-hmm. discovery. Well, it's I'm so true. Finding so many great artists that I didn't know. Indie Up and artists, coming, See? new. Yeah, exactly. Just, yeah, like the independent scene is huge on YouTube. It really and is. So, and so, like, I'm a big like uh, vocal dubstep, chill step mm. fan, and yeah, like chill step. There are so many indie artists that are just phenomenal. Right. This is where it it works for me. What we end up mm-hmm. doing at home is because we have our computer set up to our TV, we open Spotify and yeah. run the music, but then have mm-hmm. to open. YouTube so that we don't burn images into the TV. So we're playing videos mm. of anything. Oh, okay. Right? So, because your TV has to be on. Right. Because it's HDMI output. Yeah. So you right? still need- oh. So now if I have Google Music, if they have the actual stream with video, mm. right? If they have mm. music and video, then I won't have to open two things. I could actually change my subscription from okay. Spotify right to Google or not Google for to YouTube Music. Yeah, it's but not, it's not it's um, not natural for me to, to say play YouTube Devil's music Advocate yet. though. It's just like uh, for free, I can go on YouTube and just look up at like music videos and like oh, yeah. everything else. So like my only concern is is that have well, you- it's awesome to have like that p- content that you pay for, but 
are things going to be like hidden behind a paywall now on YouTube, mm. right? I don't know because, because they are such just, an advertisement-based platform. So yeah, yeah there will be the pl- paywall exactly. for sure. But when right. I discover new indie artists, yeah. and then I immediately go on YouTube and I look for their music videos, mm-hmm. I'm clicking on those videos, and what am I doing? Exactly. I'm feeding that artist because they've got ads on that exactly. video. Because right. Like right now, at this time right now, YouTube Red is the example. Exact right. same thing, but it's mm-hmm. video only, right? Yep. So it's like, um, for X amount of dollars a month, you don't have to like watch ads. Right. All that and stuff. so we're and you huge get special on, video. We're right? huge on YouTube Red because we burn the advertisements yeah. directly into the video. Make sure you shop through our website, category5.tv. There you go. So yeah, they so love like, us there. Yeah, so that, that that's that's <laughs> my thing. Though, I think we that? violate all kinds yeah. of policies. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. It's kind of but yeah, no, that's that's my one concern, right? Because like it's it's awesome, it's great content. YouTube's huge like and to say that, yeah, anyone can become famous for free in that sense. Like, mm. we can all make a YouTube account and everything else. That's, like, my one concern is that, like, I don't want, like, all these new artists to be, like... Because YouTube's at a really interesting stage right now, right? Because, like, there's, like, the entire adpocalypse that happened a few months ago. Yeah. There's oh the um, AdSense, everything else has been reshuffled. Um, especially like the entire monetization policy has been mm-hmm. rewritten. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like I'm really hopeful that YouTube and Google overall looks after their content creators for this one because I want to see like all these yeah. new like artists mm-hmm. come into fruition. Like I want this to work. And please like if they do do it, eventually give it to Canada because we still don't have yeah. it here. Yeah, um, for sure. And so yeah, yeah no, I, I feel you absolutely. And even yeah. our show, like we need that funding in order to be able it's to do true. the show. So when you talk about, when Henry's talking about monetization, shuffling and things like that, it affects people like us who are broadcasting to you for free because our monetization has dropped because Google has said, oh, well, that channel doesn't have enough subscribers. Right. That one doesn't have enough subscribers. That That's one we just don't like. So we're dropping monetization on that. And Boom, there mm-hmm. goes the bottom line. So mm-hmm. um, so we'll have to see. We'll have to see what happens. And but if it is, it is and I hope it is awesome, it's going to be great. Because be. we, we already use YouTube anyways for yeah, music. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Right? So to be able to have all these hopeful features that you pay for, hopefully like it's going to be awesome. I sense. love that it's not top 40 anymore. <laughs> yeah, like we're in a world where the top 40 doesn't matter because we can watch great Whatever. music. We can learn yes. about new music. Yeah. And we're not stuck just with what the top 40 tells us we need to listen to i I love this age okay internet london england has a solution to the cashless society problem facing street performers it involves an investment in contactless payment systems here's a casualty of the cashless society you might not have previously thought of the humble street performer after all more of us are paying our way through our, our way through smartphones and contactless cards how can we spare change to musicians on the subway? London, England has a solution. A new scheme that outfits performers with contactless payments, payment terminals. The project was launched this past weekend by the city's mayor, Sadat Khan, and 
a collaboration with Busk in London, a professional body for buskers. And the Swedish payment firm iZettle, which was bought this month by PayPal for $2.2 billion. A select few performers have been testing Zettel's contactless readers on the streets for the past few weeks. And Khan now says the scheme will be rolled out across London's 32 boroughs. Charlotte Campbell, a full-time street performer who was part of the trial, said that the new tech had a significant impact on contributions. She said that more people than ever tap to donate while she, was, while she sings, and often, when one person does, another follows. The readers need to be connected to a smartphone or tablet and accept payments of fixed amounts set by the individual performer. They work with contactless cards, phones, and even smartwatches. There's no details yet on how many readers will be provided to London street performers or whether they will have to pay for the readers themselves. Nice. That's really so cool. That's really cool. So if I'm a, a busker and I'm sitting there with my acoustic guitar and I get to set the contactless payment... I'm setting it to a million dollars. All you need is one. That? All you need is one. Yeah, I feel like they Come on, tap it. Ten Come on, tap it's it. a million it's pounds. Good song. Which if is I like... had a million dollars. I think that this is great, honestly. Like, I think that mm-hmm. I have seen commercials, and who was it? It, it was like an. A commercial for another, like Bar-bar. it was Interact or something, um, and it was oh, a okay. busker, and he had a, one of those little square phone things in. I don't know. I I just remember thinking to myself, I don't have cable TV. Oh, I, have I cable use TV. Netflix. Netflix. Okay, cable TV stuff. you don't see the commercials I see. <laughs> no, wow. I don't see commercials. I haven't seen there a commercial are, in ten years, Sasha. There are times you want to help people and you can't because you yes. don't have cash. I was walking through the mall to get my new smartphone this, this past right. week. And mm-hmm. some little girls were selling Girl Guide cookies. Right. And yes. I this was, is case in point. And it's just like, and I kind of wanted to walk around them because I was a little bit heartbroken. But that you like, need the cookies. Do you take Visa? Exactly. Okay, so that's exactly the point. Yeah. I mean, right now at Cash Outs, they ask, do you want to donate a dollar to this or a dollar to that? Mm-hmm. I'm a yes person i always do sure um mm-hmm. but and you're standing there with your debit or your exactly. whatever exactly yeah. i'm standing there at, at points of purchase right so but if if it's children at the door i i have to give yeah. them the cold shoulder the which Navy, is horrible army right? Navy standing at the door collecting and or well, like a little kid really on the side with a, like a lemonade stand nobody's driving by with yeah. money in their car anymore like now they could get out and pay for their little lemonade with it Actually, okay, the, yeah, the, the yeah. funny part about that is that when I was in Air Cadets, we had to do something called tagging. So it's like you go to like your shopper's drug mart or whatever, you stand outside and collect money. The biggest thing, like five, ten years ago, whenever I was in Cadets, um, <laughs> half the time people were like, sorry, I don't have change. I have yeah. friends still with the squadron, and they're like, oh, yeah, we have, like, visa machines and stuff now. I'm like, what? Nice. You guys have, like, they card need readers that. now. They yeah, absolutely they do. need that. Yes. Like, the uh, collections do. for the Salvation Army at Christmas yeah. time. They have... Totally. Like, if this they had perfect. that, yeah. I would... I always feel terrible, like because I do not carry cash anymore. Mm-hmm. Right. Plain and simple. So, and you're not expecting someone to be collecting at the door, and... So I feel very unprepared. <laughs> so this, but I would tap. This works for buskers um, and people accepting donations. This doesn't as much work for panhandlers, though. Yeah, what would they do? What would a homeless right, person do? Right, because a homeless person mm-hmm. doesn't have access. 
access to Maybe a doesn't smartphone even have a bank or a account. tablet or a bank account. Yeah. yeah. So if we're taking the cash, like if we're actually going cashless, if we're taking the cash out yeah. of society, are we now really even further marginalizing an entire people? Like Absolutely. That's, that's a scary thought and, and it's absolutely true. Like how would I like in our city we don't really see a lot of beggars if you will like can, can we just go like full star trek and just get rid of money and that would be fantastic i mean awesome. hey that'd be great <laughs> but what, i wonder like you see people on the, the on and off ramps of the highway right yeah. Yeah. and i mean some of them you you want some of them you want to drive past and some before, of them you want to give money to and you sure. can't and before you're in your car you have changed because you just bought a coffee at the local timmy's but now timmy's takes debit exactly and it's tap on the way through and you keep driving they, they have an app now you can you can order you just pre-order it pre-order while and then you're you waiting in line you don't even like, order anymore i think of a ton of ways this could help like when i went to newfoundland yeah. and we went through one of the trails it was like the puffin trail mm-hmm. and there's a little cash donation box because volunteers maintain maintain the trail mm-hmm. right but what if they had actually inside that box some some device that was connected mm. right where you could RFID, just, just tap, just tap, tap yeah. right to make your donation because i'm sure that that mm. box is more empty than full because sure. who on a hike brings cash just put in your visa yeah. card with like a little note please return to yeah. after charging like a dollar so someone, someone needs to create like just to wrap up this story but someone needs to create a charity of some sort or a ministry of some sort mm-hmm. that has a device that uses lte internet and is connected to the internet mm-hmm. and has a tap that they can lend out to homeless people, for example. Right. You know, or people that are looking for work or in between jobs. And if they're going to beg for, for handouts, for lack of a better term, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. here's a device that you can borrow. And at the end of the day, because it's connected to our network through mm-hmm. LTE, we will pay you what was... Given. Hopefully in cash because they in probably cash. don't have a That's bank what account. I mean. Exactly. So yeah. if we had a charity or a ministry in, involved as a middle person that could then translate this tap yeah. system into, okay, bring us back the device and we mm-hmm. will give you the cash right. that you have collected. They yeah. will always get the device back because yeah. that's the only way they'll get their money. Right. Right? Otherwise, yeah. it's a useless device. It's so, true. So I mean, get on it, folks. Yeah. Cashless society is where we're going, but it is kind of scary. Beyond that, it I can will. Be, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Two Canadian banks say accounts have been compromised. CIBC says 40,000 and BMO says f- up, f- up to 50,000 customers' accounts have been affected. Two Canadian banks warned Monday that they have been targeted by hackers and that the personal information of tens of thousands of customers may have been stolen, something that appears to have been confirmed in a letter to the media from someone who, sa- who said that they were demanding a $1 million ransom from the banks. CIBC-owned Simply Financial was the first to warn on Monday morning that hackers had accessed the personal personal and account information of more than 40,000 of the bank's customers. The bank said it received a tip over the weekend that hackers had obtained the data and that after a preliminary investigation decided to go public on Monday. 
The bank's senior vice president, Michael Martin, said in a statement, we're taking this claim seriously and have taken action to further enhance our monitoring and security procedures. Then later Monday morning, Bank of Montreal spokesperson Paul Gamel re- revealed that it too had received a tip that fraudsters, fraudsters had stolen data on up to 50,000 of the bank's customers and that the party responsible has threatened to make the data public. Someone claiming to have stolen the data sent a letter to the media outlets across Canada later that day, threatening to sell the information to criminals if the banks do not pay a $1 million ransom. The email ended with a sample of the information in question, the names, dates of birth, and social insurance numbers, as well as account balances of an Ontario man and woman living in B.C. Banks are caught in a tough spot on this issue because they're being pulled between competing forces. They want to make it easier to use technology to bank with them, but don't want to open themselves up to more fraud. That's a scary thing for sure. I know. It's a hard $1 million Canadian, so somebody in America should just pay it because it's only 40 bucks. (laughs) Yay! (laughs) Oh, another Canada burn from the Canadians. Okay, so here's the thing. Banks forever have been known to have like bank hours which are not convenient to pay to people in general because they're only open from certain Uh, amounts of time yeah so i don't understand the mentality now of banks trying to like pander to the public and make things easier and simpler because it's actually just open your doors yo right like it's it's working (laughs) it's working against everyone to have such an easy way into accounts i did a little bit of reading on this and i found out how the hackers got in and it was astoundingly simple oh it was the security questions no yeah were they generic so you go to forget password you go to forget password and then when you go to forget password it comes up with a list of security questions Uh, but the security questions are generally like pretty easy to guess yeah and and you can't make your own what's your favorite color (laughs) exactly it's like green blue red (laughs) and then you get emailed a new password just like that, bingo, bango. Right. Right? Oh, well, they, it should be if you forgot your password, which... At the same you, time, like, if the banks are found at fault, it's like they, they'd still cover you money-wise. Oh, they're right? liable. Absolutely. So that's yes. the thing. Is well, that as yeah. a consumer, we're safe? Like the CDIC. Because, like... You think so, but you have to keep meticulous look uh, at your account Plus at all your, times. Plus, it's yeah. all of your information. It's not even the money. The money's covered. It's like covered. your social it's insurance like your, number, exactly. everything else. It's like... Buying hosting from DreamHost, <laughs> like um, if, if they have an uptime guarantee, yeah, right. <laughs> and if they're down, yep. they'll give you a month free or something. Yes. So but you have to catch it. You have to be sitting at yeah. your computer refreshing over and over during that outage to catch it and then report it to them. Right. <laughs> you know, and other companies I use that mm. example. Rogers is the same, and you know, yeah. guaranteed uptime. Like, I wonder if like the banks could do something a little bit less comfortable for people like if you forgot your password come in and prove yourself in person yeah yeah but then it's a it's a competition (laughs) learn from facebook learn from facebook well you lost your password we're shutting down your account (laughs) delete i just (laughs) you call that a picture of your face we're shutting you down it makes me uncomfortable to think that banks are trying to win us and because of that they're sacrificing our security well their business right right they want things faster cheaper easier if they if you don't have to walk into the branch 
to do a transaction or something, then they don't have to pay like X amount of tellers. Right. So they're saving money. Meanwhile, like oh boy, but they're not saving money if we get all hacked and all of our. Yeah, but you have insurance, out. and then it's just like it's, oh boy. it's a never-ending. It's, I just don't even want to go here because I'm thinking about the banks now, and you don't want to get me thinking about right. the banks. Well, here's <laughs> because I'm a customer. I'm a customer service fanatic. Oh my god! Right. So yes. when it comes to the banks, I'm like, come I on used to now. Work at a bank I am I your like customer. It. I am your customer. But the thing, okay, yes. The thing is that you have to remember is that the villains of this world are incredibly intelligent. Mm -hmm. So having security questions like what is your favorite color or what was the name of your first dog, I bet you that is why we mash the keypad with our palms. (laughs) As soon as she said like super villain, like intelligent, I just thought of like Dr. Evil from Austin Powers. (laughs) One into your account. (laughs) (laughs) Hackers are smart. We just need to be a little bit smarter. All right. Okay. It's we'll never ending that. battle. We'll work on that session. <laughs> Ride hailing firm Uber will give its European drivers access to medical coverage and compensation for work related injuries. The new protections include sick pay, parental leave, and bereavement payments. Uber said it had previously focused too much on growth and not enough on the people who make that growth possible. We called to drivers' partners but didn't always act like it, said Uber's chief executive, Dara Kosworski. <laughs> I love it. Insurance and compensation <laughs> package will be available to all Uber drivers and Uber Eats delivery couriers across Europe. Uber's announcement comes before an appeal hearing at Westminster Magistrates Court on June 25th, where a judge will decide whether Transport for London should renew Uber's operating license in London after they'd withdrawn Uber's operating license in September on the grounds of public safety and security implications. Uber has been allowed to continue operating in the city while it appealed against the decision. Uber said it will provide drivers with a range of insurance coverage and compensation resulting from accidents or injuries that occur while they're working, as well as protection for major life events that happen whether the driver is on shift or not. In the U.S., on the other hand, Uber drivers continue to fight in court for the right to be classed as workers. So Interesting. I'm glad to hear that they're making progress anyway. It is. I feel like Uber is yeah. like really growing up and they're really like mm. yeah. kind of I mean I suppose they're they're manning up probably in reaction to there the, is that, yeah. The fact that they've been closed down. But mm-hmm. the the way they came back at it and now they're offering compensation makes makes me respect them so much more. Mm-hmm. In that I am fairly certain that the taxi drivers in the city of Barrie don't get the compensations that are now maybe, awarded yeah, to maybe. Uber, you know, yeah, in yeah. the UK. So they may want to actually become Uber drivers. Well, if it comes to North uh, America, right? Yeah. Where yeah. if the benefits come to North America, mm-hmm. we have Uber. Yeah. I just I just love this entire shift because like we're seeing like this entire like internet economy really really maturing in this sense, right? Because it. Uber's not the only one. There's like a lot of other companies that are online based that say that are like 
Airbnb, drone based, mm-hmm. things like the, these other things that are now are providing providing insurance. So like if you're Airbnb, right, uh, a drone pilot who flies a drone yeah. base, all these other things, they're wising up. They're for sure. yeah, they're saying, okay, we got you covered. Like they're mm-hmm. learning, right. hopefully learning from mistakes. That's it. Is, so, is it a marketing thing or is it actually that the company yeah, is improving? Exactly. And let's hope that they're improving. I think let's it's, sit back and watch. I'm going to go it. with the positive on this. They mm-hmm. are growing up. Big thanks to Roy W. Nash and our community of viewers for submitting stories to us this week. Thanks for watching the Category5.tv newsroom. Don't forget to like and subscribe for all your tech news with a slight Linux bias. And for more free content, be sure to check out our website. From the Category5.tv newsroom, I'm Sasha Rickman. Thanks, Sasha. I'm Robbie Ferguson. I'm still Henry. Bailey Brown. It's been great having you here, folks. Have a wonderful week. We will see you again next week.